Hello, everyone. My name is Anika. My name is Jasmine, and you're listening to Janika Talks. The sources used to research today's topic of Ebola are CNN article titled Ebola Hysteria, an Epic Epidemic Overreaction by Saeed Ahmed and Doreen Mendoza, New York Times article titled The The Ebola Hysteria by Charles M. Blow, Understanding Ebola, the 2014 epidemic written by Jolie Kanner and Sarah Shack, found on Globalization and Health Center, and finally, article titled U.S. Ebola Hysteria is the Wrong Response to the Epidemic, found on AmericanProgress.org. Ebola. The virus that caused a great extent of fear among the world back in 2014. This virus caused a crazed hysteria across the U.S. We can still hear murmurs of Ebola today and how it was handled as we face a much larger COVID-19 pandemic. But where did this virus originate? And when was it discovered? The first case of Ebola was discovered in 1976 and scientists have yet to figure out where it originated from. The most deadliest case of Ebola since 1976 was reported in March of 2014 within the region of West Africa. Most of the early symptoms associated with Ebola virus were similar to symptoms of the diseases related to the West African region, particularly Lassa fever, which is why the virus remained undetected for a substantial amount of time. Consequently, Ebola and the fear that came along with it lasted for two and a half years, from 2014 to 2016. By the time the Ebola outbreak had ended, more than 28,600 cases had been reported, alongside 11,325 deaths. The root cause of this outbreak is linked to an 18-month-old boy from a village in Guinea in December 2013. Studies show that this first case was caused by contact with insectivorous bats, which then led to the spread of this deadly germ. Researchers speculate that because of worsening economic and social conditions in Guinea, people have been forced to venture deeper into forests for food and resources, increasing their likelihood of coming into contact with bats carrying Ebola. So now that we've just identified the root cause of this disease, let's explore the root cause of the panic and hysteria that came along with this epidemic. While Ebola only affected a total of 11 people in the U.S. from years 2014 to 2016, more than two-thirds of Americans during this time were concerned by this epidemic. Comparatively, the flu was estimated to kill 12,000 people in the year 2014 alone. So where did this hysteria that many Americans felt come from? We can thank the irresponsible media and reactionary politicians for causing these deceptive fears to emerge in the American public. Instead of being led by science, Americans were influenced by the media and politicians, and these two entitled then caused fear bola, which we will get into later on in the program. Essentially, though, what this fear then did is caused Americans to view a low-grade concern about the two health workers diagnosed with Ebola in Dallas to slowly morph into a fear of widespread epidemic in the United States. Now, it's time for our commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by Purell. What is Purell, you may ask? Purell is the number one brand of hand sanitizer in America and kills 99.999% of all germs. With Ebola roaming around, grab yourself a safe and trustworthy Purell at your local drugstore today. Stay safe, kids. Now back to you. Welcome back, everyone. We actually have a guest here with us. Jordan Schuster was infected by the Ebola virus when he took a trip to West Africa back in 2015 and is on air here with us today. Jordan, I just want to thank you for coming on air to share your story. Yeah, thank you for having me. Jordan, what were some symptoms that you faced? Well, I faced a range of symptoms from fevers to headaches. But the strongest symptom I had was the constant vomiting felt as if I was vomiting everything I'd eaten in the past decade. 
Now, Jordan, can you talk more of the stigma of being infected that you faced once you had fully recovered? Right. People I'd known all my life had suddenly turned their backs on me, and those who I trusted most wouldn't even meet with me because they thought I would give them the Ebola virus, but I was fully recovered. Honestly, being infected was bad, but the emotional toll of being an Ebola survivor was equally bad, as it had damaged effect on my mental health. Wow, I'm so sorry you had to go through something like that. Thank you for sharing your disheartening experience with us in an effort to spread awareness. We really appreciate it. Moving on, we will now go into further details of the virus and the terror it caused. Fear, an unpleasant feeling triggered by the perception of danger, real and imagined. Fear of death, fear of Ebola, fear that leads to hysteria. A name for this hysteria caused by the Ebola outbreak is Fearbola, and it primarily attacks the part of the brain responsible for rational thinking. Because of Fearbola, the diminutive amount of confirmed Ebola cases in the United States built up enormous amounts of fear in the U.S. citizens. The CDC received hundreds of phone calls from worried Americans when only at the time, only three cases had been reported in the U.S. A woman in the Pentagon parking lot boarded a shuttle bus and later got off and vomited. A hazmat team responded. The area was sealed off, military officials on the bus were temporarily quarantined, and the woman was put into isolation. The woman did not have Ebola. Another case was when a middle school principal in Hazelhurst, Mississippi, who went to his brother's funeral in Africa, was given a week-long paid vacation because parents pulled their kids out of school once they learned of his trip. And the principal went to Zambia, which had a reported total of zero Ebola cases. The principal also didn't have Ebola. As the outbreak slowly came to a halt in 2016, thousands of people had been greatly affected. Cured Ebola patients experienced many forms of social and economic discrimination, from those who were uninfected locally and internationally. The infected countries and communities faced international stigma. The infected patients also endured the long-term disabilities caused by the disease such as visual problems, jointed muscle pain, headaches, and extreme fatigue. Ebola not only affected people, but also devastated local economies. Due to the heavy reliance of human labor and the numerous deaths of local citizens, many plantation farms suffered from labor shortages, therefore causing a decline in the amount of harvested crops, which then also led starvation rates to rise. Travel restrictions, just like the ones we have now during the COVID-19 pandemic, helped reduce the amount of possible disease carriers from moving around, but also disrupted foreign trade, thus causing even more losses in economic wealth. All of these stress factors contributed to mental health problems among the people in these communities. While Ebola had many negative social and economic impacts, this disease also shined a light on us as a human race and how quick we are to judge things and cause a pandemonium without knowing all the facts. Wow, I just learned so much about Ebola. Me too, and I certainly hope you all did as well. Well, that will be it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us on Janika Talks. We hope to see you again soon. Mm-hmm.